You're listening to Of Slights and Men with Benji and Jacob. A Daily Magician Production. Slides and Men, episode one. I can't tell you how satisfying that is to say. I know, really. Finally, finally. Even just I for the satisfaction the of, of how long it took us to come up with that name, you you would not. Well, believe. I wasn't. I wasn't gonna admit that live <laughs> on the podcast. But. Well, I think it was no, mostly. It was mostly. It was mostly my it. failures, <laughs> not yours. I don't even remember. Okay, well, Do you remember that really obscure no, one that mm-hmm. I came up with? Oh, let's not mention that one. <laughs> I think we've done enough damage, and and yeah. trust me, we're going to be doing even more damage to our reputation as this episode goes on. Kind of, it's kind of funny we start we started out talking about failure because that is actually going to be the topic of today's podcast. <laughs> um, because I, I kind of wanted to start it by introducing you know, who we are, uh, what we do, that kind of thing. But I figured it'd be kind of boring if we just sat here and talked about all our incredible performance stories, all the times we uh. <laughs> Uh, knocked it out of the park like it's nice to talk about that stuff but i feel like it's not the kind of thing people like to listen to or at least right. i don't you know, i like to listen old. to it about myself but <laughs> i'm not sure how much yeah, people you just, enjoy it <laughs> you have your own private podcast exactly yeah listen to um so yeah we wanted to do something different um and we know that you don't want to hear us just talk about all of our great performances so instead we're going to start out by talking about what you really want to hear about, which is all of our failures. Um, well, not all of them, actually. We'd be here for a while. <laughs> talk about the top five. Top five failures in, in magic. The juicy stuff. Stuff you're here for. Yeah. So. Oh, gosh. What it, I, I don't actually really know exactly what you've prepared. So this is going to be a, it's gonna be an interesting ride down memory lane. Cause I really I, hope it is. Yeah. I mean, I hope it's usable by the end. Cause <laughs> yeah. Some of this stuff is like, I haven't even admitted this to like my family. Some of this stuff is like, and now it's going to get, whatever. Because when, when did we I start get... performing together? How old were we really at that point? Uh, I don't know. I'm Young right. enough that I think we, were like eight. We, could have, <laughs> we could have an entire series just on all the failures. Yeah, right exactly. Right at the beginning. Because I, I, you, know, you know what comes to mind is, do you remember when we did that performance in uh, in your bedroom and it was like, we hid you behind a sheet and you did like a Houdini escape from a, from a piece of string. Do you remember that? <laughs> that is so unimpressive now that I think about it. <laughs> you were like, time up with... In fact, we didn't even have the spectator did it, do it. No, you, were just, you were just pre-tied. Well. You were just was, pre-tied. Yeah, I think I was, yeah. Yeah, I was pre-tied. I'd like, I'd take the knot. <laughs> like, there was an entire sheet. Like, we literally needed to cover me with an entire sheet so I could escape from what what was the trick as well it was like i threw the deck of cards over and you had that oh yeah 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 yeah. because because you got them to pick a card and then i think you must have controlled it somewhere or maybe i controlled it to the top or something or or maybe it's the top but you like handed it over to me and my i was like i needed to find the card even though my hands were tied um and i don't know good concept bad execution I, I, to be honest, <laughs> I doubt the concept now. Looking back, yeah. at it. <laughs> if they could tie you up and like Maybe. 
I don't know, yeah, but it's still though behind a sheet. You just nobody trusts that. I think I was holding it. I think my mum was holding it up or something as well. <laughs> I remember because I was be like, funny. I was like, I was like, mum, what do you think? And she she was like, oh, actually, I could see her over the top, so I saw what happened. <laughs> and I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I used to like that kind of thing, but I'm glad I didn't go down that road because I'm sure this, the the stakes would have got a little bit higher as it went on. Yeah, I remember you were like. I bought handcuffs today, and I was like, uh... Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my parents had the same reaction, actually. <laughs> okay. Dude, I was getting the weirdest recommendations on Amazon after that. <laughs> <laughs> Your poor tender mind. Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's... I didn't even... That's not even on the list, but there's a freebie. It's a little bonus. <laughs> the bonus. I had five in my mind. And okay. these, hopefully, are going to escalate. Starting with the least worst and ending with the uh i guess you'd call it the worst worst, <laughs> Would you? worst. i don't know if i'd use either of those but <laughs> we can go with that so number one uh number five i guess number five is um is actually embarrassingly recent mm. and that was uh i don't know Nearing, nearing a year ago, maybe. Yeah, yeah. If it's closer to a year ago, then. Yeah, because you you came over to the US after I came here because my family moved and then mm-hmm. you came. Right, right, right. I I was in and France my, and then I yeah. came I came back and and you were here. And this was my first time in America, so I didn't really have a gauge on American audiences. Yeah, they're a bit different. Which are definitely a different... And especially different teenage American audiences. Not even tweenage, which is like the worst combo. <laughs> yeah. So, so anyway, there we were. I think we'd asked... Um, oh, no, we hadn't even asked. They'd asked us too. We weren't planning on doing this. But there, were, there was like a... I can't remember which one came first, but there was um, there was like a movie night or something when I think one of your sisters had a bunch yeah, of... Yeah, yeah. bunch of friends over. Um... And they were like, oh, yeah, yeah, go cool. get Jacob and Benji, do some magic, you know, like like we're just those performing dogs. That always, <laughs> what, that's always what happens as well. It's like we're together yeah. and it's like, oh, well, we somehow it always like, ends up dude. though that we end up doing a performance mm-hmm. for like quite a lot of people as well. It's not just like, let's show like my dad's friend. It's like, let's show, yeah, I don't know, a hundred of my dad's friends. Company. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but in this case, I mean, it was okay because we We'd been kind of jamming a bit, so we were like, okay, well, yeah, we've got yeah. some material we can use. And there was one that I really wanted to do. Um, and it was one that, it was one actually, um, it, the name might not be familiar. It's, I, I refer to it as the boldest book test. It's one that um, my guy, Alex Slemmer, showed at um, CC. It's a super, like, I guess the name says it all. It's a super bold book test. can be done impromptu. By the way, a book test on a... I don't know whether to how deep you need to get into like defining these terms. I'm gonna assume if you're listening to this, you are a magician, and you're not just like trying to stalk us. <laughs> okay. Um, if you are, my address and when, when, is. <laughs> I want to say that that sounded weird. I mean, like if your family and listen to this, um, oh, which I hope you don't, because yeah. we're gonna be revealing a lot of the uh, the juicy stuff. The stuff yeah. Anyway, book test is basically where they're gonna open the book. Or the impression we want to give is that they're going to pick a random book, open it to a random page, look at a random word, and we're going to read their mind and tell them what word they're thinking of. Obviously, we can't do that, so we need to you know, come up with ways of doing it that look like that and create that memory. One of them that I was using was a, a bold, very bold method. Um, and I won't get into how it works, but 
suffice it to say, it was pretty ballsy. Um, but I kind of took it and I went even more ballsy. It was The way it works is you end up on a predetermined page. And then really it's the first word on the first sentence of that page. But I was like, oh, dude, wouldn't it be so cool if like I just said pick, <laughs> pick a word. Um, and just trying to like influence him to pick the first one, like you know, maybe pick the first one, or just anywhere, just pick a word, you know, that kind of thing. And I was like, oh, that's gonna be so good when we look back at it, because I'd be like, oh, he could have picked any word. Um, <laughs> as it turned out, yeah, he did pick any word. He picked like the, the word like halfway down the page. Uh, and so I wrote down like my prediction. Meanwhile, by the way, just to give a bit um, of context, like we're, we're performing in our living room to like maybe fifteen, like teenagers. And they were all like on their phones, like joking and flirting with each other the entire time. So it was, it wasn't, it wasn't optimum performance kind of standards that you would want. <laughs> well, yeah, and I mean, I hate to be the guy that blames it on the audience. I don't think it's ever the audience's fault. It's usually your fault if you mess up. <laughs> most of the time, most of the yeah. time. Yeah, but I mean, but, yeah, I mean, it wasn't I, I mean, obvious. we didn't feel comfortable. We we were like, oh, frick. I mean, to be honest, I, I don't even know how comfortable they felt in terms of like, yeah. I don't know if they were even the ones that asked for it. I, I feel know. Like it was like one of those forced dates where it's like, hey, you, my daughter's nice and your son's nice. Why don't they, you know, meet up? It's like, I don't think they even want that. That is actually a, I think it was like, that was a perfect summary of how it felt. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, 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 I can't remember who it was. It was like it parents had organized person. a date. I think yeah, it was Faith, exactly. my sister. She was just like, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. She was like, all right, do some magic for everyone. Come on, they'll yeah. love it. Do some magic. And they, they were all kind of like, all right, humor, yeah, fine. And we were humoring them, and it was just kind of like, yeah, it was a, a bad cycle. Mm. But anyway, that's, yeah, there's the context. Um, and then anyway, yeah. So I was trying to get him to pick the first word on the page. You know, he goes and picks a totally different word. And so, um, I, I can't, I'm trying to remember the exact word, but I wrote down a prediction. <laughs> I think I put it on like my phone yeah. notes. <laughs> and and then he, I was like, all right. So for the first time, kind of building up the moment. I was like, well, this is gonna be so good. I was like, what is, what is your word? And he was like, and I, I can't remember the exact word, but I think it was something like um, reparation or something. And I was like, oh. Because <laughs> in my mind, it was probably like orange. No, know? it started with an R, your word as well. I remember, because that was like your, your fall. You're like, oh, I knew it started with an R. <laughs> no, 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 here's what it was. Here's what it was. I think it, was, it like rhymed. Because I, so I, it's almost funny. I sort of recovered from this just, in just as a sort of bold way as I was trying to set up in the, to, be, to begin with, because I picked up my prediction. I was like, oh, shoot. I said, like, reparation. Oh. <laughs> that, makes, that makes no sense, like, whatsoever. <laughs> but they were, and then I remember they started, like, nodding. They're like, oh, yeah, not, not too far off, actually. Like, you, you're pretty close. But I was like, I just totally miscalled what was on the prediction. I was just like, oh, damn it. You know, I said reparation. You said preparation. I guess I, guess I screwed up. But my word is, like, orange or something. Um, oh, really? I, I was fooled by that. <laughs> I guess. Well, I guess. I mean, but yeah. I mean, everyone was like, "Oh." <laughs> I mean, it took the sting out of it a little bit. It was, it was still not ideal. But they were like, they were trying. They were being like encouraging. Oh yeah, yeah, pretty close, pretty close. Which is obviously not the, re- the reaction you want to get. You should yeah. want to end in that scenario. But I think <laughs> it, it did take the sting out of it a little bit. Just because I was like amused. I was like, "Wow, well, I can't believe, I can't believe they actually thought." I guess it's because they don't understand the method. But when you understand the method, it's just ridiculous. Like you aren't trying to influence them to pick a word that sounds like the word you want. You want yeah. to influence them to pick the exact word. And so, I don't know, I found that funny. But I And then I think as well. That was just a bad day, because I remember we just got off to, we just got off to like a really bad start. Because I think I, I did like a the ambitious card 
but the angles were all off and like I think one of my passes failed and it was just from there on I just we just felt a bit both of us just like felt a bit off it was I mean, bit, that's kind of ambitious yeah. as well because like uh, I guess ambitious it's, yeah you already said that but like not just the trick being the ambitious guy but it's kind of ambitious because that's not your normal kind of like thing you're trying to push the ball because it's like oh okay well it's just a bunch of teenagers that try some of this stuff that I don't really <laughs> yeah, care about exactly. I'm, not, I'm never going to try this in front of an actual like paying audience but given these guys like are barely watching anyway maybe i'll see what i can do yeah right um but you know what's funny is that even after i messed up that book test i was so like set on the idea of doing it that way that i think i did it again i remember like two or three times you did yeah using the same method and like oh man it's kind of like the sunk cost fallacy i don't know if you've heard about that but like if you're like gambling and you like put ten dollars in the slot machine yeah i have and yeah, you yeah. don't get anything out and you're like oh well i i spent ten ten dollars but if i if i win this next one then i'll make my money back and i'll still make and the more money you sink in the more you want to like you're so like desperate to get that little result it's kind of the same there where i was like hmm <laughs> this doesn't seem to be working but rather than just walk away i was like but that just means it's gonna be so much more satisfying when it does work which is like the wrong way of looking at it because that's kind of like that's about me that's about my ego that's not really about thinking about the audience but you did also pick the most distracted person, which was like my my sister's boyfriend at the time. So yeah, I'm not sure. As far as people to pick, he's he's his attention isn't all there. Let's let's be real. Yeah, but again, like a bad workman always blames his tools. So exactly. I, I take the four for that. Oh yeah, right. I, was, I take. I was, trying, I was trying to be a little bit too ambitious with that, but no, I think actually by the yeah, end it's of my trip, it's I my sister's fault that we messed up. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, yeah. it's, the, it's the dog's fault. Yeah, dude. What was Peaches doing? Come on. It's distracting. Yeah. Distracting. I think, though, by the end of it, I'd managed to do it once, and it worked, and I was like, okay, I'll take that, and I'll I'll learn from that, and I'll just, I'll do it the standard handling now. I won't. It, I mean, it's already a bold handling. I was trying a little bit too hard to make it more bold than it really needed to be. Um, So I was like, okay, I'll take that, and I won't, <laughs> I won't push that again. And that was the lesson learned from that was uh, if it's a bold trick to begin with, maybe just, you know, <laughs> keep it that way. Um, Since then, I haven't, I, I, I haven't really seen you. Uh, I haven't seen you miss up, mess up the book test since then, actually. Though. I don't think well, so. Well, that's because I, I adapted it. I was like, okay, exactly, well, I yeah. it was bold enough to begin with. Like, it doesn't need my me trying to make it anymore, you know. Right. Um, Dangerous. Anyway, exactly. <laughs> That's number five. And so, you know, it, it's it's bad, but it's not like the worst, the worst. So no, no, no. we've said that. Let's get it a little bit more, a little bit, little bit worse. Um, <laughs> I think number four is uh, the, um, I don't know why these are all about me. Don't worry, I've got one. I've got at least <laughs> one for you. <laughs> but there's one, there's one I remember particularly for me, which is, uh, uh, it was like a witch hand coin routine and I was like really loved the method because you know it uses no gimmicks uh, no kind of magnets no detectors it really just uses a normal coin um, Timon Krauss for those of you wondering it's his method I think his book sold out but I don't think you've yet to get your hands on it but it, if you can find it you know, pick it up from somebody else if anybody's selling it I do I do highly encourage it it's a really cool method um 
But yeah, it just uses like a, a regular coin and it's like a witch hand routine. And most of the time, it's like very, very accurate. My problem was that I I was having a lot of success doing this with, you know, regular audience members, like lay people. And so I was like, you know what? I, I reckon I could use this to fool. Um, no, I'm not going to name the name, but there was a, a certain magician who, uh, like, I respected quite a lot. And I was like, they're a lot better than me in terms of the sleight of hand stuff. So I'm, I'm not going to fool them if I try and do, like, a card trick. But maybe if I do this, because this is kind of niche. I don't know how many people have heard of this. And so I, you know, I took out the coin. I was like, hey, can I, can I try something? I gave him the coin. I told him, all right, just, you know, hands behind your back, mix it up, put it in one of the hands, don't let me know which one, and then bring your hands back out with your kind of hands closed so I don't I don't see where it is. And the minute he brought his hands back out, freak, bro, I'm my, scared. Heart, <laughs> my heart just dropped. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> Literally, I just, oh, man, it was the worst when I saw it. Mm. It's going to be hard to describe this. Just, just over I don't know, like if, audio, I, I don't but... know if I want it. I, 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 don't, I don't think you've told me this before, actually. Take your hands, lay them lay them flat Okay. Right, in front of you. So it's kind of like you're asking for food, right? You have your hands kind of like yeah. flat out in front of you. And then curl the... That's usually how I ask for food. <laughs> Especially <laughs> if you're... <laughs> curl, curl your hands inward, so it's like a right angle, I guess. What the... F okay, yeah. And then, and then turn... So now it's kind of like a... If you look at it from the side, it's like a right angle where you have the palm and then your fingers at this kind of perpendicular. Uh -huh. And then rotate them 180 degrees so that the tips of your fingers are pointing at the floor. Okay. And this was how he was holding his uh, the coin. Oh my gosh. He was using the most sort of niche, like, I'm sure it must have been in Bobo, like, Bobo's coin magic, like a page... 267 like footnote b or something this really strange way of like holding the coin and i genuinely don't know if he was doing this on purpose to throw me out or if that's genuinely how he <laughs> held coins because he was holding his hands like this and it, it literally looked like like kind of like t-rex claws you know and i was like bro <laughs> you gotta work with me here man. <laughs> i can't what, what am i meant to do in this situation um and i was just super like depressed after that because i was like oh that was that was like my one shot <laughs> That was my one shot. I just like there was nothing I could do in that situation. Absolutely nothing. I can't even remember what I said to be honest. But like you never told me that after you got back from Washington, because just mm. again for context, Benji went to Washington to meet with some magicians, and he he I guess I guess it just slipped his mind. Well, this was your favorite trick to play on me, so I guess you couldn't have mm. you couldn't have really given that away. Now I know. Yeah, it's true. Well, I mean, I don't think you don't. You don't really know. Uh, it doesn't give me all you know is that all you know is that holding your hands like a T Rex is not very helpful to me. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think would be true in any kind of witch hand routine. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Well, now you know what right. to do if, if Darren Brown ever calls you up for his first sort of his starter witch hand mm. routine. Mm -hmm. I mean, just for the sheer kind of like psychological damage it does. <laughs> I mean, yeah. thing, like, you're like, okay, oh, well, freak. Something's up, you know. Even if it's, you know, methods vary, but like, right. it's never it's never a good sign when they're doing that, you know. Yeah. Um. Anyway, that's number four. Let's, uh, again, pretty bad. Not not the worst, though. Um. So I think for number three. Did you did you perform any other magic for, for those people? Or was, it, was that it? It was like mm. kind of like your last. No, I mean, like, that's what that I'm saying. That was your last ditch like effort. That was my one shot. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. I mean, I could have done other stuff, but I just didn't see the point. I was like, well, 
Ah, whatever. Um, let's see. That was number four. Did you have one? I kind of want to do one that's just you. Because um, I have one here that's like both of us. I guess we um, could do that one. I mean, let me think of, of one. Uh, let me try and... Oh, okay. I can... <laughs> I kind of did... I think I did this in an email before I, I talked about this. But um, um, so I was... When I was younger, we watched a lot of David Blaine. And uh, he does a lot of street magic. <laughs> I think I remember this email. And we also watched... Um, <laughs> we also watched a lot of if anybody from the uk has heard about it they will have heard of um uh trigger happy tv i don't even know if you've heard of it maybe i've watched it with you no though, i haven't, but I haven't it, heard of it. it's it was basically before oh, maybe i have actually before youtube pranking was like a thing it was on tv yeah. and it was with this yeah. guy called dom dom jolly oh no no i think i have yeah yeah so um i think i showed it to you at some point but but anyway so me and my friend we started doing like weird stuff and so then like that kind of phase of doing street pranks without a youtube channel <laughs> kind of like mm. transferred into doing street magic uh and I, i'm trying to remember like i just remember there was this one woman this one like old granny that was like desperately trying to like go and get her <laughs> newspaper and we're like nah please please like we just need to film this for our YouTube channel. Like, please help us. And like, she was like, I remember, I actually remember this one because she went, she said no the first time, went mm -hmm. in, bought her newspaper and came out again. And we mm -hmm. still went after her to try and get this like reaction video. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think I did like, <laughs> I think what happened is I tried to do, um, I think it was that David, no, it was an Ace production I was trying to do, but like one of like a really okay. simple ones, like back in the day. Right. One of the ones that yeah, I mean, it would have had to be. In if yeah, you were doing it exactly. Yeah, and it it was like a obviously it was like a stack deck, and I think the aces were literally just on top, and I did like a few fake <laughs> okay. shuffles, and then I was yeah. like, look, the four <laughs> aces, and she, yeah. I just remember her face of just like complete disdain, and then she just like walked away. <laughs> and then I remember I, was, I just like look over at my friend like, did you get that on video? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that video. Yeah, I, I have survive? to see if I can grab them. Yeah, I, I, they must be somewhere because we used to do crazy stuff like um, we'd stand in the middle of the road and then like pretend to have a rope and you'd like leave it on the ground mm. and then like hold it between you and then like cars would stop because they'd think you were holding what? something. Yeah. Dude, that's just... <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of generally... That's not even... Mm. Okay. Or, or, or we'd pretend to to do like a survey on someone and then like pass out or like be chased. Wow. One, of, I remember this one really vividly Maybe where. Should stop. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like the, the more you say, the like. Okay, I mean, go for it. Bro. Yeah, yeah. This one though, <laughs> this was like our ultimate. This is like the kicker. Yeah. We were like protect doing this like fake survey on someone, and then like, I would like pretend to be a bully and then chase my friend. And he would like jump into the river and get like swept down the river. <laughs> but it was kind of like all of these all of these sound just dangerous yeah i mean almost as dangerous as your your our original trick right with you getting tied up and having to find a card <laughs> i don't think it's quite high stakes level, but, yeah. <laughs> but yeah that i remember those really vividly as a kid just like going out on the street and trying to do street magic and mm. just getting what i thought were amazing reactions for amazing tricks which now looking yeah. back i remember my, my brother pulled up my old youtube channel actually it's like called oh, like right. the ace of spades or something 
uh, oh, that's that's if you want to go subscribe. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I remember I like it just what? has some like terrible tricks on it. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, there you go. There's one from me. Thank you. I felt like that was four and one for you, but we'll take it. Um, yeah, that was that was quite the confession session. Once it started going, I just I couldn't stop. Number two is uh, now this one's an interesting one because. Mm-hmm. This isn't per se a technical failure in that the effect itself worked uh, fine. If anything, it worked a little bit too well. Um, and so the real fa- failure of this was a, uh, perhaps a, a moral failure or an ethical failure is the, is the better word. Mm, I think I know where you're going with this. Yeah. So we were, um, there was a, we were doing a show for, I don't know, quite a few people and but they were like uh, friends and people we knew and acquaintances. And so we were kind of mingling them before and afterwards. Um, or a lot of them were. And we'd be seeing them around. And so in the show, we did an effect where, I mean, it was, it was probably one of the most you know, simple effects, really. It's forcing a card and then revealing that card in a uh, dramatically engaging way. I think we did some kind of lie detector thing. I don't know. But the, the, the presentation was that you were... Because I think at the time you were eight, 18 or like nearly 18. Yeah, I, don't know. I think I was 18. But you were like, so it was just about kind of the age that you would be going into uni. Mm-hmm. And the presentation we said was like, um, so Jacob's actually about to, he's, he's heading off to university to study, study criminal psychology. Pretty soon. <laughs> and so <laughs> he's going to be using these techniques that he's, uh, or, or maybe was it, did we say you were already at uni and you were studying criminal psychology? I think, I think what we uh, said I mean, is like, way, I think, I don't know, we even had some even more, like, elaborate lie, which was, like, oh, yeah, Jacob got, like, scouted by, like, a university, and he's been taking, like, extra classes for the past year in criminal psychology, uh, and, and like, he's just, he's been yeah. really good at it, and we were, like, you know, like, the show's, like, Sherlock, maybe you've heard <laughs> of, like, Darren Brown, he, he's, like, studying yeah. similar stuff to that. Uh, which, by the way, as a, as a presentational device, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, the, the real... <laughs> the real... <laughs> The real, um, I don't know, the, the failure came after the show in that, you know, these were people we knew <laughs> and they were, I mean, it fooled them, obviously, they were coming along. It was oh, a big crowd. It was like 700 incredible. people as well, right, that we were performing for. Right. So, I mean, it. yeah, I mean, and selling them this story, it was because uh, they knew us as well. It was like, it wasn't like we were just performing to random people. So they, they were kind of believing what we were saying. So uh, some of them were coming up afterwards and saying, like, wow, that was that was really amazing. Um I've been wondering what I should study at uni recently, but I think it kind of inspired me. I think, I think I might want to do criminal psychology. And you know, it was at this moment we really should have just broken, <laughs> broken it down and said, "Oh Look, man, please!" It was a Hindu force, nothing else. In my um, mind, though, I was like, "Wow, it, it's working." I was like, "Wow, like we've what an amazing performance that they believe it to this level." Yeah. Um, yeah, and so I guess we said nothing. So. They went away, and I don't know what they ended up doing, but <laughs> I hope criminal just psychology. The... <laughs> <laughs> just the sheer fact alone that we were willing to take that risk, and like you know, that's a big thing. What you study, you study at uni, that's uh, a lot of money, a lot of time. Maybe we should have said something. Um, I don't know, I think we were too caught up in the moment. At the I just time. and, and I remember there was that, that there was that one moment where there was actually uh, there was another magician that performed uh, on stage as mm. well who we kind of had like a weird rivalry thing with, even though he, he was probably, I don't know, he, he was pretty good. At, he, he did a lot of cool tricks, kind of like the Coke can trick where he like 
pour out and crush yeah, it. I mean, it was just a restoration, like, basically, yeah. just using a coat cam rather than any, anything else. But his problem was that he did like fifty tricks in a row. Anyway, let's right. let's not get into yeah, that's a that's bashing on him. For a different yeah. day. <laughs> but anyway, uh, he came up after and he's like, "I think I know how you did it." He like takes <laughs> me aside. I remember he takes me aside. We're in this yeah. like field. He like you know takes me like you know into this little corner and he's like, "Listen, like." I know how how it's done. And I was like, oh, frick, he's going to say, like, obviously it's a Hindu force. By the way, just so you guys, just just for a bit of context as well, someone, the first time we did this on the judges, uh, it was like a little, it was like a, it was like a talent. Well, it was, but it, it wasn't really like a talent show. It was more like a performance with, like, people that would, like, uh, kind of cut out the riffraff, I guess. Because <laughs> it was this like week long thing and like we got picked to be some of the, some of the performers. But anyway, um it was just funny because uh, Yeah, I mean it's like a filtering yeah. process to make sure Yeah, exactly. You didn't yeah. let just like anyone up. Yeah. There was a guitarist that came up afterwards and he had done a bit of magic and he was like, uh yeah, that's just like a that's just a force, right? And we were like, mm -hmm. uh frick. <laughs> so when we came to the actual performance you're like i don't know how many people are actually going to buy this you know but then uh so this guy anyway the magician's he's like i think i know how you did it you actually did it didn't you, you actually do no criminal psychology <laughs> and i was like yeah yeah of course that's how i did it <laughs> oh dear yeah i don't know how hmm. probably a lot of people to this day still think that's how it was done I think mo I think almost all of them. I don't know if any of them know. I think yeah. that would be their their memory. I remember as well because it was so awkward because people would come up and they'd be like, "What card am I thinking of?" And I'd be like, <laughs> "Uh, I actually have to use like a proper deck, or else like you can't picture the the card fully in your mind. It's not like as strong of a mental image." And they're always like, "Oh, okay, yeah, makes sense." <laughs> uh, the lies, self yeah. sorry, self perpetuating. Exactly, lies, lies breed lies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So anyway, let's hope the whole thing didn't cause too much lasting damage. But that was definitely a failure of a different kind. Um, yeah. So I would advise, and this is kind of a thing that I, I mean, a lot of people talk about this. Um, Jamie Swears, Darren, obviously Darren Brown, and all his shows. You know, he tells you what he's doing isn't. He tells you he's going to lie to you, basically. Um, and that's I've heard Jamie Swears talk about that before. But I guess we were. <laughs> We were a little bit too high on our own supply to think about that when we were doing it. Um, but I, I don't know. Yeah. It wasn't... I mean, we were, we were in a different worse, place. Think, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was... Uh, it was interesting. It, it was. was. Experience. So I think that's number two, right? I'm just on the last one now. Yeah, right? I think this this is it. Uh, okay. The finale. I was kind of hoping we'd like... We'd, we'd, we'd um, done we'd enough. We'd so long that we wouldn't have time to go. Over <laughs> <laughs> this one is a bad... This is a bad one. Or at least it's a bad one to, to remember. Um, but I think the one factor I have going for me in this is that it happened in year... I think it was like year eight of high school. I don't know what that translates to. I don't to. even know either. I think it's like grade but something, seven or... I don't know. I was like a... I was probably like 12 or 13. Mm -hmm. I was probably 13, now that I think about it. Or four, No, I don't think I was 14. I was I was 12 or 13. Let's say, let's say 13. Anyway, I was pretty young. Um... But yeah, I I'd been doing magic for a bit, and you know how it is when you're young. You you don't really have quite the same uh, understanding of s social norms, and so yeah. you're carrying a deck of cards to school, 
and well, carrying several deck of cards. Probably not the cool kid buckets. thing to do. But you don't know that at the time. It's um, it's a good time. It's a, it's an innocent time. Right, and so you're just you know you're shuffling and you're doing flourishes in all the break times, and you know one thing leads to another, and you know tricks start to happen as well, and it's going pretty well. And then I have this, so so I'm doing tricks with my friends at lunch times and stuff, and I'm getting this kind of mini little rep, and I'm like, yeah, I'm kind of loving it. And then, and then I have the the, the absolutely amazing idea of well, why don't I do? And I didn't know it as such at the time, but I was like, why don't I do a card to impossible location? So basically. Somebody would pick a card. The card would vanish from the deck, um, and it would appear in an impossible location. The the most common use of this is like card to wallet, or card to envelope, that kind of thing. Yeah, I had this amazing idea that, and this was just I think a result of how our school operated was when we went for for lunches, we would leave our bags in like the hallway outside the dining room. Well, not the dining room, the big place where we all ate. What's that called? The cafeteria. Um, yeah. And so cafeteria. I figured that. If I just hung back for like an extra five ten minutes after lessons, <laughs> while they were inside getting <laughs> food, oh no! All of their bags would just be like on the floor with no nobody stopping me from doing, doing whatever I wanted. So I would, I would obviously I'd have a deck like a duplicate card in. I'd uh, take the duplicate out. <laughs> I'd go over to that bag, and this is such a violation of personal property now that I think about it, but I'd open up that bag and I'd drop the card in <laughs> and then go and have lunch with them. And I, I guess this, this was actually kind of clever was that I give myself credit for this was I, I I wouldn't do it straight away. I wouldn't reveal straight away like, oh, card is in your bag. I would wait. So I'd pr- I didn't know it at the time again, but this kind of idea of time misdirection. So for them, it's like the magic happens when it happens, when they don't know that the, the real dirty work happened a long time ago. The longer the duration in between those two periods the, the less likely they are to think back on that it's kind of the same as any causality where the closer the cause and the effect are in time the easier it is to spot that causality like if you were to um I'm trying to think of an example <laughs> example now that i say that but if you were to you know let's say you flick the light switch and the light goes off you know those two those two things are linked because yeah one or, happened or for instance like you come out of a cafe and then you immediately throw the deck of cards at the window and the card is stuck to the inside of the cafe window it's like well right. it's you were just in there effect. so it's right. it's not it's not impressive yeah whereas the longer the time so you could have gone into the cafe and then if you came back the next week you know maybe they don't remember that you were there last week but the card's still there so again it's this kind of time delay same with the, the light switch if you waited if you flick the light switch and let's say for whatever reason you had some delay built into your electrical system and then an hour later the light came on in the moment you might not think about the fact oh well it was because i did the light switch an hour ago you might think wow that light just came on by itself um especially if you aren't especially as a spectator not the person who flicked the switch um because again that that time misdirection time delay although that's kind of a weird example but i think it gets the point across yeah uh, so anyway that, that was what i didn't realize i was going for but i was kind of going for that was we'd wait until we'd have lunch we'd gone out we were on the field just you know chatting doing whatever you do at that age um and then Often, what would work in my favor is somebody say, "Hey, you got some cards? Can you do a trick?" Or if not, I guess I'd bring them out, and somebody might say, "Oh, cards? Can you do a trick?" Or I guess worst case scenario, I'd just say, "Hey, do you want to see a trick?" Um, but a lot of the time, it kind of got teed up quite nicely for me, and so I'd be like, "Well, okay, I guess if you guys want me to, I can pull out the card." And again, that's quite nice because it's like, "Well, I wasn't planning on doing this." Wait, bro, this this me, one, this one doesn't have a happy ending. It's building up so nicely. Um, even magic yeah, theory in there. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> trust me this is going to a dark place yeah. oh, no. um anyway we we 
I would spread the deck. I'd get, I think I'd just force the card on them in some way. I guess I must have. I can't remember how exactly I did it, but I just know I must have done that because they would end up picking the card that was a duplicate. Probably just use like a standard Riffle Force or something. Um, and then I don't think I quite had the Classic Force down when I was that age. So anyway, I would get I'd force the duplicate on them. I don't them. think I knew what the Classic Force was <laughs> at that age. <laughs> put, it, put it back in the deck. And maybe I used like double stick tape on one of the cards. Anyway, I found a way of like hiding it or making it so it didn't look like it was in the deck. Or I guess worse, like maybe I just didn't even get them to look through the deck. I just said, "Look, I'm going to make it vanish." But I think maybe I'd do some. I'd have some kind of procedure where a card would be gone from the deck, right? Or maybe I'd do like a color change, and so it's like, "Look, this, your card just changed into this card." So where did your card really go? Maybe something like that. Um, and then, you know, after a little bit of like, "Hmm, I wonder where it is. Is it my pocket? Is it my bag?" Or wait, hang on a minute. And I can't remember the exact presentation I'd use, but either way, we'd end up with that, me being like, "Hey, what's it?" Maybe I'll try, yeah, yeah, open your bag. And then they'd open their bag and they'd be like, kind of rummaging around, they'd find the card that they just picked, which to them was like insane. Especially when you're 13, you don't quite have the same level of <laughs> a logical reasoning and like that same right. mind for solving It's not problem. like, well, there's only one way that could have happened. You put it right, in my right. bag. But it, at that point, it's like, oh my, that was real magic. Yeah, or you think, wow, you're so skilled. You managed to yeah. like sneak around, put it yeah, in my bag. Yeah, exactly, like, yeah. Looking over there. Because in your mind, you kind of it's a little bit easier to entertain that kind of thing when you're younger. Um, but anyway, yeah, so it worked, and like obviously, it seemed, so far it sounds like a good good story. But the issue was that I didn't know when to let a good thing end. I, I don't know if that's the phrase, but I didn't know when to just kind of like collect my winnings, so to right. speak, and yeah, like, yeah. Uh, call it a day on that. I'm trying to think. Why is that phrase? Um, I didn't know when to. Oh, quit! Oh, is it stop while you're ahead? I yeah, guess that's it. yeah. I didn't, quit I didn't while stop you're while ahead. I'm ahead. Yeah, while exactly. Ahead. Yeah. I, I didn't do that, and I was like, "Dude, this is working so well. I can do oh, this like, no. every day." <laughs> and so <laughs> I, I was doing it for a while, and it was working, and it was working, it was working. And then I told on my other friends the method. Who was a he was interested in magic himself, and so he had some cards, and I was like, "All right, dude, let me let you in on a, a little secret," because <laughs> he was still getting fooled by this. And I was like, "Dude, I'll tell you how I do it." And I told him, and he was like, "I think he was taken aback at how kind of ballsy it was." And he was like, "Wait." what you do it while we're having lunch you put the cards in the pack i was like yeah that's how it works and then he had this uh genius idea of um see there was these, these two girls. this friend by the way was not me mm -hmm. just no yeah it was not, it was not <laughs> you, you escaped this one yeah. um, just by you know factor of proximity you right know, close enough exactly to otherwise um, i'm sure we would have been doing this on grannies every day <laughs> <laughs> yeah while they were in the cafe yeah i don't know just a little drop in their bag yeah yeah <laughs> um no so there was these two girls and obviously now that girls are in, in, involved in the story i think you start to see uh where this may be going but there was these two girls and we're like oh, yeah yeah we kind of like them why don't we try doing this and then this, this is sure to impress them like this will impress them the most like out of anything we could have done to get their yeah if, pu the if one, pulling right? their hair and teasing them doesn't work this must be the way forward right and so, um, yeah, so we were like, why don't we do it on them? And so, like, we'll do it one in each bag, and then we'll do this cool little trick and this reveal, and it will, like, fool them so hard, and it'll be, like, amazing. And so I was like, yeah, great plan. I'll bring the cards. And this was my big mistake, was that we used my cards. And I'll come back to what that is later. So we had my cards, and I was like, all right, let's put them in, in the bag. So obviously in lunch, we'd obviously, I guess we must have, like, spotted beforehand which bags were theirs. <laughs> so we'd, like, hunted them down, and we're like, all right, card in the bag, card in the bag, done. Um, and then obviously we went and had lunch ourselves 
And then we came out and we were just sort of like milling around and we're like, all right, let's wait until we see them. And the minute we see them, we're going to walk over to them. We're going to do this trick. And um, our horror sort of mounted and mounted as the lunch went on. It got closer and closer to, you know, class time because we could not see them anywhere. They had like disappeared off the face of the planet. I don't know where it is that girls go during lunch, but now that was not the time to do it, whatever it was. <laughs> um, maybe they just went to like McDonald's or something. I don't know. Wow. But either way. So they were badass. They just... I mean, I don't know. That's the thing. I have no idea where they went. Um, but anyway, when we needed to find them, we just couldn't find them anywhere. Start, so starting to get like... a feel for your type, even at 13. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It got to like 5-2. Um, and I was like freaking out. I was like, oh no. And then my, my buddy, he was like, he, he was in this with me, but then he kind of like dropped me in it too. Like, all right, well, I guess I, I better go to class. Um, see if you can sort that out. But he didn't care because it wasn't his cards. So I was left on cleanup duty because they were my cards. I have to get them back. And like, they would have known, like, if they would have gone. I think I lost you for a second. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, sorry. Yeah, I'm back. Um, The. Where, where was I anyway? There was the. um. Right, I'd just been dropped. They would have known. Friend. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, they would have gone home and found, like, cards in their bag, and I feel like that would have been even worse, you know, if they'd gone home and then they'd found them. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I was like, ah, oh, I, I have to fix this. So I made sure to, like, make for the next, like, lesson. I think it was, like, English class. That, I always do that, English English class that we were in next. And so, as I said, not enough English class, obviously, for me. We were, we were, I was waiting outside English, and I was like, all right, they have to be coming soon, and I'm just going to stop them when they get here. Oh, freak, bro. And so I was like, my heart was like pounding. And I was like, uh, I, was oh, like I do man. not want to do this, but I have to do it. And so when they came up, they were just like ready to go into class. I was like, wait, 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 can I can I show you something quickly? And I was like, I just like rushed through the trick as like fast as I could. But I think they knew what was coming because the minute I said like, look, this card is like vanished. They're like, it's in your bag. And they just like whipped out instantly. And then the other one was like, oh, look, do I have one too? <laughs> like pulled it out. And I was like, oh, crap. Oh, gosh. Because you know, it, I don't want to be like, make generalizations here but i feel like boys bags are probably messier than girls yeah girls would probably notice a card faster yeah i mean they would have noticed uh if i'd put like a A um, pin a pin in there out of place (laughs) but yeah so obviously like i guess they must have busted it earlier oh um, no oh they were getting their lunch or something yeah oh freak and then so it was like the whole thing was like i don't know they just felt bad but they kind of humored me and gave me the cards back and i was like but then I had to sit through the entire lesson, like the entire entire hour. I was just like dying inside. I was like, <laughs> "This is it! Like my life is over." <laughs> um, and I was like, "Oh, freak. like I don't know what I'm gonna do." Um, I just could not concentrate on the lesson. It was probably one of the most. It was horrible. Um, oh my god! And then by the end of it, to make matters worse. And I don't know if this was the same day or not, but I'm I'm just going to say it like it was the same day because it, it must have been close enough that I remember it as being the same day. As we were like going out and walking back to you know go home, one of the other girls who was a friend of those two girls. <laughs> was like, um, "Don't put cards in people's bags," you know, something like that. <laughs> oh gosh, Hermione like, comes in. Yeah, 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 exactly, like Hermione <laughs> type thing. Um, which was true, obviously. Like I'm not saying she was wrong. <laughs> like it, yeah, it was a bad idea, but I was like. Okay, no, I think oh, I got freak. that. freak. So it wasn't just that, like, it happened to you. It it was starting to spread. Right, right, right. That was the worst part, is it was like, I was like, maybe if it's just me that knows about it, and it's like, 
I can live with that. <laughs> <sighs> but no. I mean, the good thing was it was like year eight, and so hopefully by the time we got to like year eleven, it had long <laughs> since faded out of memories. Aside the same girl mind. comes up to you. Are you still putting <laughs> cards in people's bags? Oh dear. Oh dear. And you're like, um, yes. <laughs> now I make podcasts. Yeah, about like, it. Right. No, no, no. It's like, <laughs> actually, now that you say that, um, just name any card. <laughs> <laughs> she goes into a, Look, into a card. There's actually just... a bag. There's a bag inside your bag. And if you open up that bag, you'll find there's another bag. In you'll find a full bag, like, 52 card deck. <laughs> Except from one card that's missing. And that's in my bag. I don't know. <laughs> I wish I'd been able to do that. Um, wow. That's the kind of thing. That's like kind of where you create the act. And that's I feel like that's the kind of thing where you're on stage and like, look, there's a cool story behind this act. This is why I created this act. It's yeah, kind of like Darren Brown when yeah, he does it's that. Like a Darren Brown um, story mode. Just like any card at any number one where he's like, you know, when I was in school, this bully came along. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he'd heard I was a magician, so he like grabbed the cards out of my hand, threw them on the floor. Or he did something like that. He was like, All right, tell me where my card is now. And he couldn't, obviously. Or he shuffled it and said, like, oh, here's a card, tell me where it is. And Darren Brown couldn't do it, and it was like really embarrassing for him. And so he presents that story as he's telling his any card in number sources, and I call this trick like F U, whatever his name was. Yeah, um, yeah, I remember like that, that now. Yeah, that's and it's a really cool one. trick. So I mean, I don't know. And he I names him maybe... as well, doesn't he, as, as part of Yeah, the... yeah, he named yeah, it's <laughs> he properly names him as well. Or at least it, it, apparently he does, yeah. Yeah, I mean that's the only sort of saving grace I could see coming out of this is in a little act around it, rather than like card to wallet, do like card to wallet inside of bag or something. <laughs> but honestly, I don't want to even think about it that much. Like I had to, I had to, <laughs> I'd forgotten about it actually before. Yeah, I came sorry to that you had to go through retelling that. that story. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean that was the one that this was building up to. That's probably my worst moment, um, in Magic, performing. Wow, thank you for sharing. Yeah. Appreciate so that's to welcome to, welcome to the podcast, everyone. Um, <laughs> yeah. Now that you know who we are, um, and especially now that you know we are definitely human, um, because you know all, all magicians screw up. But if you can own them and if you can laugh about them, I think you'll be fine. Yeah. Um, it's a good lesson to learn. Mm-hmm. You have to yeah, mess up don't, to don't not mess yourself. up. Right, right, and and you are, you are going to mess up. You can't hope to be a magician and hope that you'll never mess up because that's not only way you'll be able to do that is if you never perform, right? And that's not ideal either. Um, and I feel like, but I mean, from mm. messing up, you you learn so much. Like we were talking about the blood right, test right, right. at the beginning, where it's like you can identify those failures and then you know exactly. Well, ex- for instance, mm-hmm. like if you perform enough times, even you start to realize what the kind of annoying spectators will say. And then you start to come up with comebacks. Do you know what I mean? As far as like... Well, I mean, one thing I heard, actually, I'm trying to remember which magician it was. I I was listening to some magician who was pretty successful in terms of performing. And he said that, you know, he'd had moments like that where... We'd get oh, heckled, I, I guess is. you'd call it. Um, or no, stuff would just go wrong. But then he was like, but that thing that went wrong, that like never went wrong again, because that was like so bad right. when it happened that he, was, he just made sure that it never never happened again let's see if it's in my recently uh recently listened to podcasts um <laughs> i don't want to misname the guy in case it's not because <laughs> that would be awkward anyway whatever some some big <laughs> magician i mean it happens to everyone that's the bottom line yeah um but if you just don't take yourself too seriously i think you'll, you'll be fine um especially like I, and I talk about this a lot but and it was really dominant to you made me think about this on, on this level but you know your audience takes their cue from you 
so if you treat something as important, they're going to also treat it as important. And um, the same goes for when you mess up. Like, if you treat that as important and you get all kind of flustered about that, your audience is also going to see it as an important thing. They're gonna, and they're going to feel. And they're yeah. going to feel awkward. Yeah. Um, whereas if you can just laugh it off or often, you know, when stuff goes wrong, you know, here's the thing is they don't know at which point the routine ends. Like there's a right. lot of tricks where it looks like the magician goes wrong. That's a whole kind of premise is like this magician in trouble thing. Um, and so if you can think on your feet, there are definitely ways of fixing it. If you use a it's, memorized it's even a technique. That's the thing as well. If you can really get that in your head, right. because there's a lot of really good magicians that mess up on purpose. Oh, they don't mess up, but they make it look like, yeah. Well, exactly. They don't mess up, but they they fake the fact that they've messed up towards the right. start of their performance, so that uh, you you're kind of on the edge of your seat and you're you're kind of egging them on the whole time. You want them mm-hmm. to succeed. You want the trick to be good, and you feel that you kind of go on that right, journey so have more a with them, deeper connection with them, right? And you look less at their hands. I feel like as well because you're like, oh well, maybe they're not as skilled as do you know what i mean it's almost yeah, like I, I you've, already, you've, you've already mm-hmm. caught them out at least for me i feel like you've already caught them out once so it makes maybe at least for me as, as a spectator it makes mm-hmm. me a little bit more lax okay i mean i wish all spectators were like you then <laughs> that'd be really nice that'd be it. that'd be great but i mean it's not just like cards as well like i know um or i'd imagine a lot of the guys who do the dangerous acts will often a screw up yeah, holy free. In a safe place. No, so not like while it's dangerous, but like if they make a mistake. Uh, I can't think of a, a coherent example, but if they do, if they make a mistake when it's safe to make a mistake on mm-hmm. purpose, suddenly it's in the audience's mind. Like, oh, this guy can. Make well, for that instance, mistake. like if he'd made that mistake when it was for there's real. There's many like, methods, but there's the the paper paper bag with kind of like a knife in it or glass um, in it or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's one that if you, I mean, there's a lot of methods. There's a lot of ways that you can cheat that or but say for instance that you're really doing it well really mm-hmm. doing it in, <laughs> y- you get the point <laughs> right. uh like it's it's one that you want to mess up in private right and that's one that you you definitely want to mess up when you don't have a real knife in there <laughs> so i uh, i i think like it's kind of a life lesson in general really isn't it well i think what stuff like that when it's dangerous you, i mean you should never be performing it if there is a potential for you to mess it up right. all i mean is like you know, say you were doing it with um, rubber knives, for example, you're like, here's how it's going to work. And here's a rubber knife as an example. And then you do it and it looks like, oh, you hit your hand on the rubber one. I mean, as long as it's not obvious and you're not doing this as like, you don't want to make it, you don't want to act like your audience is dumb. Like they may, people will know what you're doing if you do it wrong. But you know, if you do that and it's like, you really sell that, like you did screw up on that one. And then you bring out the real one where you know, there's no chance of you screwing up, Mm -hmm. but it's in their mind that, oh, he can screw this up um and that's probably not a good example and i i, I really don't like that routine so <laughs> i don't even like talking about that one just the one the one method ideas, that but... i that i really do like maybe i shouldn't mm. give it away here but it's one that i saw actually at like a i went to a live show that was sponsored by Penn and teller and they gave away mm. uh well not give away they they trained a lot of the magicians that performed in that um with some of their methods and there's one that i really like where at least this is what I think is that the bottle is is a for for starters a fake bottle. It's like a a stage bottle that you can smash on anything and it's not going to hurt mm-hmm. you. And then the bottle is actually in every single bag. And so mm-hmm. he, as you crush it, you grab the bag, hiding the shards that are inside, and throw it away as fast as you can. And then whatever bag you end up on, 
you reveal that it has a bottle underneath it, that, it, that that's the one that had the bottle underneath it. I, I think that's a pretty genius method. But um, Yeah. Uh, is that just speculation, though, or did they show you that's how it works? Uh, we, we ha- I actually talked with a few of the magicians afterwards, and they hinted at that that, that was how it worked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, if it's Penn and Teller as the creative force behind it, you almost know, well, you know for a fact that it's not actually going to be dangerous. That's one of their core kind of principles, is they never right, do yeah. that actually has any danger involved. Yeah. Um, anyway, how did how did we get onto this topic? Um, Anyhow, let let's get back to yeah. We were talking about mistakes and, and everything. <laughs> let's maybe just, let's right, put right, right. let's put a bow yeah, on I mean, this. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, just you know, having multiple outs, laughing. Don't take yourself don't take yourself too seriously. And if you do screw up, just take that as a lesson. Make sure you don't do it next time. Um, and uh, I guess the only other factor is you've got to make sure you've actually put the practice in beforehand because. Uh, you really only have yourself to blame if you do screw it up because you were sort of too eager. It happens sometimes where you get something new and you're so eager to try it out that you just don't really put the time in. So, But if you have put the time in, then you can't blame yourself because whatever, it might be in some external factor. Maybe they were just trying to screw with you. But you just don't beat yourself up about it, but make sure you learn from it, move on. And also don't take don't, don't take yourself too seriously. Like It's just a card trick, you know? <laughs> just laugh yeah. about it. Um, and, and I think audiences respect that and they'll sort of bond with you more if you can take it lightly right. as opposed to letting it derail the entire thing. It's, so kind, of like, up. Mm-hmm. it's kind of like that. Um, what's it? Michael Vincent. Uh, mm-hmm. I think something that a lot of people praise him for is he, yeah, sorry, not not <laughs> but it's kind of a principle that I think really is personified in his performance style, which is as a spectator, you really feel like you're going on that magical journey with him as opposed to um, him kind of being this all-knowing, all-seeing uh, magic god almost, you know? Mm-hmm. I really like his performance style in the way of the fact that... Um, it's a journey together. Yeah, it, and you feel like you're enjoying it with them. And if you can laugh with your spectators and uh, have them I mean, enjoy he's just, it, he's just like you are. classy guy all around. Right, so exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> But yeah, um, I think that really is a good point because it it does add a lot to your magic when when spectators can see that you're enjoying yourself, even though that sounds weird, but it, it's true. Mm-hmm. And I guess the final thing I kind of alluded to briefly before is that often don't. Um, I'm trying to think. Of, there's a sometimes a lot of magicians, uh, a lot, so many of their presentations have effects where it looks like they screw up halfway through but they turn that into the magic a lot of audiences are willing to give you more time or that you you maybe have a little bit more wiggle room than you think you do and in terms of obviously you know the method so if it screws up it's obvious to you um but they don't know the method so it's not immediately obvious to them and you have a bit of grace time where you can if you can think on your feet you may surprise yourself in terms of just what you can get away with if you right. don't if you just stay calm and think, okay, well, how can I play this now? Like, you may be able to get away with more. I mean, if all else fails, <laughs> just make sure you have an invisible deck on hand and you can get out <laughs> yeah, you know, of pretty doing, much every. <laughs> if you if you slam every your hand failure. on a knife, just make sure you have an invisible yeah, deck exactly. in your pocket. <laughs> but don't worry, because if you look at this card turned face down in the deck, it was a knife. It's red the whole just time, like my hand. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> the applause. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, I think we're pretty good. I think we managed to somehow turn that from just being about horror stories into something of value at the end. So yeah, at least we think so. Hopefully, hopefully you agree. (laughs)
Yeah, you be the judge of that. Um, let us know what you think. Uh, as ever, get in touch, Benji at thedailymagician.com. And do check out thedailymagician.com to hear more from us. Uh, we have stories just like this delivered daily to your inbox. Um, and don't worry, not all of them will be horror stories. We do actually know a thing or two, um, <laughs> even if it didn't uh, seem so obvious in this episode. Um, we just figured it'd be a good way to start it. Get on a get deep in uh, what's the word? Get into the nitty gritty of uh, some of our performance stories right. and uh, let you know who we are. So that is the first. I think that's a wrap on the first podcast. That actually went on for longer than I thought it would, but mm-hmm. um, I had fun. So we will be back. Uh, very soon for the next episode and uh, as ever do rate and review this on iTunes Spotify wherever you're listening to this it is a great help to us Um, I think that just about does it so I'm going to end the podcast right here